Welcome back, everyone, to the Reflex Blue Show. I am your host, Donovan Berry. With me is Mary Allen, up-and-coming designer here in Omaha, Nebraska. Mary, how you doing? I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me, Donovan. Of course. And this is this is our season 11, I guess? Something like that. Wow. Um, yeah, that's kind of crazy. And there's big news. The, the, the print world is, like, dead. Print is not in print. Yeah, that's I, sad. You hadn't even heard. No. You broke the news to me right now. Yeah, not only is print not in print, but how is not in print? Oh. From what I understand. Mm-hmm. Now, now the print they kind of hit it. It's it's it, it was in there. The letters of the editor saying it's no longer being done. And if you look up, they're still doing their award show, but it's going to be a hardcover book of some sort. And and I believe both publications will continue online. Mm. Yeah. And you were saying you had to, you, you, I mean, you know what, you know of the magazines. Yeah, I know about them through Metro because we had to do little article summaries. So we would have to go check out the print magazine from the library. And it was like a really cool introduction to print and those magazines. So, and, and I, I've been teaching there again this year. And so I've had to tell students and in the, in, in the syllabus, it's actually set up to where, you have to find an actual printed publication yeah. to do an article review on. Yeah, so what are you going to do now? I, I think you... I don't know. There's been wiggle room. like They kind of let you choose online articles from my experience, but... Well, I think, I think the idea behind it is that it's easy to find information online. Yeah. But it's to let students know that there's other things out there. Yeah. And that they could, you know, you have to, you may have to hunt them down, but it could be worthwhile. For sure. So the, so it was, the assignment set up like that to force kids to look at other things other than just Google. Yeah. For information. Yeah. And I think, and I think there's value in that. For sure. When now, you're looking at like paper and stuff. It now, if there's no there, longer yeah. anything other than Google, there may not be value in it. Yeah. But, but I guess I guess communication arts is still around as far as I I mean I, I, I still have a subscription they haven't told me anything mm-hmm. in fact I don't even remember getting anything in the mail saying my subscriptions were not appearing anymore I just found out online yeah well I'm sure you'll be the first to know if they go out of print yeah maybe <laughs> but but I think students were allowed to do other like I had a few students that found art publications I didn't know exist that's cool because there are there are other magazines other than design magazines yeah that do mention design things right it was harder like for my portfolio class to find a portfolio themed article in a print magazine so i think it kind of depended on the topic if they were more lenient about letting you choose an online article oh they made you find a portfolio yeah it all had to be like related to the topic at school that you're studying well the class i was teaching was just concept development so it's literally anything yeah that's not as hard yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, you could you could probably open up Time Magazine and find something. Right, I love concept development. Yeah, that was a good class. I know. I was jealous. Evan took it with you. She's she's awesome. You guys would be a winning team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we I've had some. I've had the fortune of there of having some really great students. Yeah. Which which always makes a class go better. Yeah. Always makes a class go better. Yeah. Did you have a big class? Um, that class is maxed out at like ten. Okay. Like, I don't even think, so I don't think it's possible to have a big class. I know, we had, like, three students in my concept development class, which was amazing. Like, that was such an amazing experience. I will love those women forever. 
Is is it because there was more of a bond, or is it because you got done so fast you were out of there within, like, half an hour? A bond. Okay. Yeah, and we, like, do those journals where you, like, hand make a book, then you have to do, like, three spreads, I think, per class is what we had to do. And they you get, like, a list of topics and a list of media, but then you can combine them in any way that you want to. And I, of course, like, I go for the personal always, so, like, all of my entries in my journal were super personal and you're just presenting them to this room of like three other women and so it was just like a really great bonding experience. It's weird because when you have a class like concept development it's set up to where nothing that, that was in that class is something that you know will probably end up in your portfolio because nothing's necessarily a finished That is piece. not true. Well I'm just hear me. For me. Yes. Okay but but most of the stuff in there wasn't like finished, totally. finished work. It yeah. wasn't client stuff. But as far as what the projects were, probably relate more to what you do in the real world, which is create a project. Yeah. And I love like the journal going back to that. Like that was such a such a great experience for me. I actually took my journal when we did our portfolio class because you're supposed to bring like all of your work and look it all over and decide what you want to develop into a piece for your portfolio. And there was just like one spread in my journal that I was really proud of. And so I ended up developing that into a piece for my portfolio, like from scratch during that class, which was like such a cool experience. And it was a really personal piece. So that was like the showstopper, I would say, of my portfolio. Okay. Yeah. That's great. And and and, and you just graduated. Um, yeah, this fall. This fall. Yeah. Well, congratulations. And congratulations on already having a job. I know. I got my job also, before I graduated. Yeah, this still happens. I want to tell people out there it's still possible. It's still something that happens every now and then. Yeah, you have to work for it, I would say, though. Yeah. Did you did you have to work for it? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a really great mentor, Luann Maddies, and so she just told me all the right things to do, like get involved in AIGA Nebraska, and she told me, go to Donovan's and do a job shadow, and go to Heidi Mihalik and talk to her, have her show you around the office, so like I pushed myself out of my comfort zone to do all of these things that she recommended that I do, like I didn't turn down any of her advice. And that was by far, I would say, what helped me just having that attitude. Yeah, and and, if, and the one thing that has with all of her advice is get involved in design and talk to people outside your bubble. Totally. And so that's probably still the best advice. Yeah. Yeah, it was great advice. She did not lead me, lead me astray. All right. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. We'll be right back in, uh, in just a second. So what got, what, Mary, what got you into design? Okay, well, I have always loved like drawing and art and things like that. But now when I'm looking back, like the thing that I really love about design is something that started when I was younger. And I love like, I love big projects and just dreaming something up and then making it happen. So it kind of reminds me of this time when I was younger, when I was like 16 and I met my first boyfriend in the chat room. And he lived in Ohio and he had just like all these weird friends that he would tell me about. And one of them was this chubby kid who I remember him saying he jumped up onto the hood of a car and ended up falling off and breaking his arm. 
this does not sound like a safe thing. No, it wasn't safe at all. And I thought it was hilarious because I would never do anything like that as a kid. So my friend and I decided to make a movie out of it. And we got my little sister and one of her friends. And we went to a parking lot in my car. And we jumped up on the hood of the car and, you just and told taped your parents, it. Don't worry, we're just going to have someone break their arm. Didn't tell my parents at all. Okay, you know, probably good. Who needs to tell your parents about anything like that? Yeah, we're so. going to break my, my sister's arm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we ended up taping this movie about my boyfriend's friend getting hit by a car, which is really stupid, but like it was just so much fun, the project itself. And then when I was in school, that same friend and I got together and did like a little photo shoot for a book cover that I was doing. And anyway, it just reminds me of something cool that I did at Hay Needle recently, which was just kind of like went rogue with another one of the designers, Phil Thomas. And we had an idea for how we wanted to shoot photos at Hay Needle. And so we decided we're just going to do our own photo shoot. So we wanted to do a mid-century themed shoot. And my dad has a mid-century themed basement. So we went and I took a bunch of mid-century furniture down there. And we got my niece involved and another designer, Mike Mort. And they modeled for us. And we did now, now a it photo shoot. Now, it should probably help to say that Hay Needle sells like a lot of furniture. Right, yeah. That, that is their main an, thing that they sell. An right? online furniture store, yes. Yeah. So we decided to just shoot some furniture and some people and make our own little photo shoot. And it was really an awesome experience. And even if it didn't turn out great, I had so much fun, but it turned out so great. Yeah, not and, and you have to do things that keep you entertained. Yes. And you have to do things, you have to try things. It's great that it worked out, but it doesn't matter that it did. No, it is all about the process. Like now looking back at school, I created some really crappy stuff, but I was like having so much- Oh, that'll so never much... stop. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, we. I will create crappy stuff until I die. I'm doing I'm it assuming. right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Donovan. Yeah. I, I won't show that work always, but you know, yeah, you're always there's always going to be things that don't that don't do as well as they should. Yeah, and if you're inspired, like it goes back to my journal in school, but like the crappy little entries that I did in my journal, like I went back and was inspired by them, and I made something bigger and better. So, okay. just keep building on it. Now, did your dad come down during the photo shoot and was like, "Sweet, I got all new furniture"? Okay, well, there's there's a funny story because my dad has a piano in his basement and I needed to move it so we could shoot in front of the wood paneling oh, behind yeah. it. Okay. So like before everyone got there, I decided to move the piano by myself, but it got caught on the carpet and ended up tipping over backwards. It was a really soft fall because I was holding it the whole time, but I did kind of break his piano, I guess. Okay. <laughs> it was a really old piano though, so... He wasn't too mad at it me. It needed to be broken. It needed to be broken. Yeah, he's tried to give it to me in the past. I think I so it's one of those pianos that he would give away if someone moved it. Exactly, it's saying. stuck in his basement. Yes. Okay, so maybe you should have done a less of a soft landing, more of a <laughs> broken <laughs> it into pieces that could have been hauled away. Yeah, I'll go back with a sledgehammer. You know, you, you you kind of you said you used to draw and you used to work on these things and and you know you. You made like old videos and stuff. Yeah. But you actually went to, went back to school a little later, later. in life. Totally. Not not like crazy later. Yeah. But, but uh, you know you had you had a number of years in between. You're sweet because it is kind of crazy later and it was kind of scary. Like I must have been 32 when I decided to go back to school. But no, I mean that. But when I when I mean crazy later, and, and crazy is all relative. I mean where you graduate and you only have like five years left in a profession. Yeah. Like you have you have like a full profession of time left Thank in front you. of you. Yeah, I like to think so. 
Um, I was really involved. I love public schools. And so I was really involved in my children's PTO. And I was PTO president for two years. And as my one of my duties, I maintained the Facebook page for the school or for the PTO. And so uh, I just started to realize that I would make all these funny little graphics for the page and I would spend a bunch of time doing it just on this stupid online program called PicMonkey. I don't I was, even know what that is. No, it was really crappy. Okay. Um, and so... But it was the tool that was available. Yeah, that's what I found. In fact, I think one of the women that I worked with on the PTO who did a lot of the posters and stuff, I was like, what do you use for those? And I think she was like illustrator, but at the time I didn't know what she was talking about. I was like, you should really try PicMonkey. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I would make all these graphics and finally I realized I just love to do this so I should just take a class and make better graphics. And then once I took a class it was all over. Like I was just like, I love this. This is what I want to do and I just went at it. And, and no regrets so far? None. No. Like this is my calling. I love it. And yeah, you're, you're, you're now fully involved. You're actually on the AIJ board. I'm now the vice president of AIJ oh, Nebraska. Okay. Yeah, I was director of communication but now I've stepped it up to vice president. Is that a step up? I don't even know what the... What the I'm calling it a step up. Okay. Yeah, it depends on your perspective. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've been off the board for, for a decade. I don't remember these things. I was just looking through some stuff on Drive recently, and I saw your name as director of communication on some documents. That was a long time ago. That yeah. was literally a decade ago. Old documents. Yeah, that was and that was as far as I stepped up to. Yeah. So, but it's it's all good, so... We'll be back with one last segment with uh, Mary Allen. So, Mary, what are the big trends coming up in 2018? Like, like you're in the know now. You're younger. You're, you're hanging out with the AIG crowd. Oh, my God. Big trends. Big design trends. Big design trends. Putting you on the spot. Yeah, you really are. Um, is, is email the next thing to go? Is it gone? Oh, no. Email's going nowhere, Donovan. You're silly. I thought Slack had already taken it over or something. Yeah. No, I don't think email's going anywhere. I don't know. I guess I need to stay more on trend. I don't need to think about trends because I am trends. <laughs> I am a trendsetter. So. Just whatever you're working on is, is it's the new trend. will become the trend. Yeah. GIFs. <laughs> GIFs are the new trend. They're back. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have made a giant resurgence. I thought they yeah. were kind of going away because everyone was pushing, like, video. Yeah. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like, it's like I don't know if it's because Facebook all of a sudden allows animated GIFs or, yeah. or what, but all of a sudden it's like, oh, embedded video are not cool anymore. It's it's back to animated GIFs. Yeah, that's what I'm all about at Hey Needle. Yeah, we'll see how long we can ride this wave. Okay. JPEG still, still no animation, no fun, right? They don't, you can't make a blink, it's, it's no good. Right. We're going to bring back the HTML blink tag. I haven't seen that used forever. What? Oh, yeah, there, there is a web tag. I don't know if it even works anymore. You would just type blink around a thing, and it would literally, it would just blink. Huh. That's, That's old school code. Yeah, I'm I can handle sure, that. I'm pretty sure it's not HTML5 compliant. Yeah. I'm using Dreamweaver for the AIGA newsletter to code that. Oh, I don't, that, I mean, some people get... Get really feisty when you mention things like that. I know. Well, I, I can't know help that. it because that's what I was taught um, in web design. So I'm just not advanced enough to. I I need to. I've heard like Sublime is awesome. I need to just try something else. I never. I never had a problem using Dreamweaver. Um, 
but mainly because I used a code view, mm-hmm. and the code view, I mean, it's it's just like any other text editor. Yeah, it wasn't an issue. But people, I think, when they say Dreamweaver, they just assume that you are in the non-code view and you never even click to the code view. Right. That's why people get. I assume that's why people get upset about it. Yeah. But but I, I don't know what happened, but but on both of the computers in the office, when it, some upgrade or another, Dreamweaver just doesn't open. Yeah. So we, we switched off of it because it was just like, it just wouldn't open. You just couldn't use it. But I used it because the code view worked well, and the FTP client on it that was built into it, I found was extremely reliable. Nice. Which were the, which were the only two things I cared about. I yeah. I could code and do whatever. And... And I would use the non-code view to make text changes because it was so easy. Yeah. It's so easy to find the text. Exactly. But um, I haven't used it in a couple of years because I don't know what happened to the Adobe Creative Cloud, but mm-hmm. that's the one program where update didn't open. Weird. Yeah. So if anyone can chime in, to actually don't, I'm fine without using it. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Dreamweaver. Yeah. But but the nice thing is if you have the, the, the cloud, it's free. Yeah, exactly. So, and I guess I guess now there are some, uh, is there an Illustrator alternative out there that's not Adobe? Yes. There are people. I think so. I think Josh Collinsworth is always advocating for something. I forget what it is. Yeah, I think, I think I've been seeing, and I knew this was coming, but like, I think, I think if you could now design this year, maybe even the last year, with a full suite of programs not using anything Adobe. Ah. I think it would be possible. Yeah. And I'm sure there's people using it. If, if Oh, yeah. So I don't... I'm still on the Adobe bandwagon, but, but uh-huh. we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I'm riding that bandwagon for now. Well, you're at a, you're a corporate place that probably tells you to, to use that. Okay. Yeah, that makes me seem like a real bitch, Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean if, if, you, if your company says this is what every other everyone else here totally. is using, you're, you're in, we're paying for it, you'd be like... Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they have you on Max though, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, back when I started, back in the old days, um, a lot of corporate places had people on PCs. Mm-hmm. And they might still, but it was, it was, I, the place I went to first, they fought to get Max for just the designers. So I actually sat three blocks away from my team, the people I worked with. Because I, so I could be on in the in the one area of the company that at the time allowed Macintosh. Allowed it, yeah. We have Macintosh for the designers, and I wouldn't have it any other way. But it's funny because there is like that. Everyone's always like, "Oh, you're on a Mac. You can't do this or that," and sharing files and things like that. But we make it work. Yeah, I think actually that place I had a PC. I forget, so I could run Lotus Notes, which is their email program. Yeah. Which I still I think have nightmares about when I wake up. Yeah. Lotus Notes is no good. By the way, when you design emails, um, don't ever look at what they look like on Lotus Notes. You will, okay. you will drive yourself mad. Okay. Now I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah. You, and then and then you'll be like, I hate this. Yeah. And then you'll have to look up if anyone even uses that program anymore. Okay. But I'm sure programs in corporations die slow, so I'm sure somebody's out there with it. I know we're using HipChat to communicate with each other at work, which I'm just like, can we just use Slack? It's really similar to Slack, but it's like obviously way crappier. HipChat. 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 Never heard of it. Yeah. You're lucky. Yeah. Well, I mean, I run a small studio, so we don't even use Slack. Yeah. It seems silly because we're all like right in the same area, so it's ridiculous the amount that we message each other when we could just totally turn to each other and talk. I'm a big proponent for just like talking to people, but maybe that's because I 
I enjoy interruptions in my work. Like I kind of welcome them. So I don't mind if someone just walks up to my desk and actually says real words to me out of their mouth. But but you have to look at it from your perspective and the benefit to you, which is also that if you can't go into work someday and you're like, hey, I'm going to work remote, then it's still possible. Yeah, that's true. You can still be in the... So, I mean, it is setting it up so that you can yeah. work from home. Yeah. If that's important. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, working from home, no, it's not very important to me. I, I work close by to my home and I love being around people. Like, I really love people. I know that's not a popular opinion, but... I do, so. How is that not popular? That we're Everyone to... hates each other, right? Do you Are you on Twitter? You know, I'm on it. And, and you know, you can follow us at 36 Point or right. my company at 1119. I do. But um, I post very little. Yeah. I post like once a week or if I'm at a conference, I'll post like daily. I just feel like there is a negative feeling toward the human race at this point. But I don't share that. It is more fun to be to be a jerk in 140 or 280 yeah, characters. It's true. It's easier. Yeah. You don't have to look someone in the eye. Yeah. And, and, and Twitter is part of the beauty of it is it's really like you just go in there. You can follow and, you know, there are conversations I've seen on there. But a lot of use of it seems to be just you log in and you just yell into a down a hallway and then just close the door behind you. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then check back three days and be like, oh, maybe yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I notice you don't you don't post a lot. Like, I, we're friends on Facebook. I don't know that I've ever seen you post anything. I'll, I'll post every week or something. I don't know. It varies. Yeah. But no, I don't post a lot. Do you get post anxiety? No. What's that? What is that? I mean, I don't know if it's a real thing, but I get post anxiety. Like I, I only post on Facebook because I I want to be able to post AIGA stuff promotions, but I don't want that to be my only content on my page. Think a lot about my content, my personal <laughs> content. So I have to post other stuff, but I get post anxiety. Like just anytime I post anything, no matter how benign, like afterwards, I'm just like, why did I say that? And I can just imagine all these trolls coming out and beating me with with stones and what what it sounds like is in about three months you won't be posting at all or you'll be posting less than i do. i go in waves like i've left social media behind for long periods of time and then <clears throat> but i always come back to it yeah i mean i i like it because because you can keep up on what's going on or yeah or, you know you can you can seem connected a lot of times you can use inspiration because yes. you go into your feed you, you end up you follow a lot of designers, you see a lot of cool stuff. Well, even, like, I love Instagram, and I don't follow a lot of designers. I follow some designers, but I just get inspiration from other people. Like, I love, I follow Gucci on Instagram, and um, they've been doing really cool stuff where they, like, misspell their brand name. They spell it with a Y instead of an I at the end. Oh, really? Is yeah. that for search engine optimization, or is that for cred? I don't know why I forgot to ask them, but they... They, I wonder if it has something to do with like making it look like it's um, like imitation Gucci or something like that. But I just love maybe you're not following the right Gucci, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I'm following the silly Gucci account with a Y, yeah, yeah, no. But I've noticed like Mark Jacobs did it recently too, like he was spelling his name with a K. And I love, I love that like people who are just willing to break their brand. Like I was telling you earlier, that's something that's a big challenge for me is just like working within a brand and still feeling like I'm working for myself. But um, 
doing it within brand standards. So I think it's really cool when people like when a brand is a living, breathing thing and it changes and it's not like so stuck in like these are our typefaces and these are our colors. And No, I, I love brand guidelines and I think I've told people this before because the minute you get them, if you're working on a project or a new client, you're like, oh, these are like things I don't have to argue about. Like, yeah. Like you can, if, if you have a tight deadline and you, and you have brand standards, you're like, sweet, everything's like set up. I can right. do something quickly. But then also... You, you are correct. You have to remember, there's a lot of loopholes in a brand guideline. Mm-hmm. A lot of loopholes mm-hmm. if you know where to look. Yeah. And most of them allow you to do a lot of stuff with them. Yeah. But but you have to try those things. Yeah. I'm constantly just like poking holes in the brand and trying to get away with... But I think that's the position that I'm in. I'm not the creative director. I'm not protecting the brand. I am just a designer who's who's just trying to get away with as much crap as I can. And that's, and that's not a bad attitude. Yeah. So. All right. Well, Mary, thank you for time. Thank you, Donovan. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back soon. Um, look forward to a, a great season 11 or, or at least one episode of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Find out more at 36point.com. The Reflex Blue Show with Donovan Murray is hosted at 36point.com. Music by Dust Lab. Find out more at myspace.com slash dustlab.